Welcome to Bucket of Chum, the Shark Movie Podcast. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bucket of Chum, the Shark Movie Podcast. This week I'm talking about Shark Zone from 2003, directed by Danny Lerner. So, just judging by the look of this thing, it kind of feels like it was a made-for-TV movie, but uh, it's it's not bad actually. It's kind of okay. I mean, it takes a lot of plot points from like Jaws. Obviously, most movies tend to either give some sort of reference or directly just do the plot from Jaws. But uh, it also kind of reminds me of this movie from 1986 or something like that called The Deep with uh, Nick Nolte. Um, Anyways, uh, let's just dive into this one. So the movie starts off and it's like really long opening credit scene of a camera flying upside down above the water or some shit. Then we see a 1700 Spanish galleon uh, heading for the New World, as the narration tells us. It goes into the story of this boat. It was trapped in a storm. Ship sinks, and it was carrying a bunch of jewels, diamonds, crown jewels, all that kind of stuff. Then we cut to modern day. We're flying in a helicopter headed towards the shipwreck. There's a bunch of people in this helicopter. There's a father and son. The son is our main character. Uh, the father is obviously the leader of this group and they're going on a dive and they're going to look at the shipwreck. I think most of these people are either new divers or amateur divers, what have you. Uh, We got a married couple on there talking about, Oh, you know, on our wedding anniversary, we got certified to be divers. (laughs) Who cares? I don't. Um, (laughs) So then this uh, married, the married guy, Tyler, such a douchebag, but spoiler alert, he dies. So it's fine. Now, in order for them to go scuba diving, they jump from a helicopter. And as they're jumping from the helicopter, they're not wearing any scuba gear. But when they hit the water, suddenly they're wearing scuba gear. I don't know why they were in a helicopter. And it's like a Russian helicopter. Like, there's like Russian writing on the side of it. I don't know what the point of that was, other than it fits into the plot later. But, I mean, why even go there to begin with? So they jump into the water. They're kind of moving around. And now they're talking underwater too, which was weird because they're not even wearing like proper scuba masks for talking and being on a radio. Like they're just wearing regular fucking scuba gear. And then I guess they just 80 yard them talking over top of it. So it looks weird because it doesn't really make any sense. It kind of takes you out of it. But again, it's a made for TV movie, you know, budget constraints whatever i'm sure they could have worked around it but this is what we got so then the leader of this group uh, andrew and his son jimmy so andrew is telling everybody to stay together because they see a kelp forest and according to andrew the kelp forest provides food and shelter for sharks and you know everybody just kind of starts going off of their own fucking not listening to him at all then the married couple like tyler's like oh you know we've never done it in a kelp bed before Oh, whoop de fucking do You're so funny, Tyler. God, I hate him. But it's fine. He dies. <laughs> and then Jimmy tells Andrew, you know, like, nobody's fucking listening to you. They're all just going off on their own. Whatever. Um, You know, so the married couple start exploring the wreck. 
And then, you know, we get a POV of the shark creeping up on them. Uh, the shark attacks Tyler. We get some blood and re it looks like real practical shark effects. Now, I don't know if they use like actual footage of a shark or if they just had uh, stock footage of a shark biting a dummy or something. But we kind of get a little bit of that and some blood. So that was pretty cool. I mean, I always appreciate that. Again, you know, practical always comes out on top for me, as I'm sure with most people. Um, so anyways, as Tyler, you know, is getting eaten, his wife hasn't noticed yet, but then she gets eaten. Then another woman gets eaten by the shark. This all happens like pretty fast and we don't really see that much. Like there's not really much in the way of gore. We get a little bit, but they're very quick shots. Um, it could have been way cooler if we'd gotten a little bit longer shots of the gore and blood. Again, it's a made for TV movie. This is what we get. So then the instructor <laughs> fucking Andrew is like, Jesus, sharks. It, like, the line delivery was so fucking bad. But So then Andrew was like, swim, Jimbo, swim. And uh, Jimbo is nearly bit, but he climbs up to the surface fast enough. The helicopter drops a line down, picks him up, and, and he escapes. So now we're in San Francisco, 10 years later. And we got Jimbo looking out contemplatingly at the fucking water and he's like i miss you dad okay <laughs> great andrew or not andrew sorry jimmy jimmy has a son named danny and danny asks about you know grandfather and whatever and mom something about his mom's always right or some shit it doesn't matter although actually the kid's actually one of the better actors especially in comparison to the woman who plays his mother. She is awful. The mother's name is Carrie. And we get to meet her right in the next scene because Jim and uh, Donnie, or Danny? I think it's Danny. They go back home. She tells him that Mayor Cortell has called him, wants to see him in his office first thing in the morning, blah, blah, blah. Then uh, Carrie goes on about how Danny's afraid of water. He's afraid of sharks. He's so young. He shouldn't be afraid of this stuff. And it's all his faults and what you know kind of like in jaws right where the kids are being afraid of the water because you know chief brody is afraid of sharks and shit it's the same thing they they basically just pulled it right out of jaws so then we cut to jimmy and carrie are on a boat having a grand old time and then a storm starts to approach so then they start freaking out carrie heads down below and then Jimmy's like pulling on the sails and shit. And then the shark, a shark crashes into the side of the boat, grabs Carrie. And this part was actually pretty cool because, you know, they definitely used a practical effect. So we see the shark kind of grab Carrie and then drag her out of the boat and then cut to Jimmy waking up. It was all a nightmare. I mean, I think it was pretty obvious, like when they just randomly cut to them on the boat together, that it was a nightmare to begin with. But again, it was at least pretty cool, somewhat practical effects, so it was okay. So as they're laying in bed and, you know, Jimmy wakes up, Carrie looks over and she's like, oh, can I come over and play? Trying to comfort him and just the line delivery is bad. The writing's bad. The whole scene was just bad. Felt a little unnecessary. And, and you know, Jimmy's like, oh, I think I'll have to take a rain check. Yay, what do you do? No one cares, Jimmy. So then Jimmy arrives the next morning at the mayor's office and he's introduced to Mr. Volkov, some Russian gangster looking guy. 
and he's going to fund some festival or fiesta that the town wants to have that they haven't been able to get funding for. Uh, Volkov somehow knows that he's Andrew's son. Uh, he knows that for some reason. We'll find out later. Uh, basically, Volkov wants to go and explore the wreck where they were at the beginning of the movie. But of course, Jimmy refuses. He doesn't want to do it because of his personal reasons. Uh, Mayor Cortell wants him to do it. And the festival must go on because they got to recover from previous years. And then this is where we just insert the Jaws plot point. So they closed the beaches the previous years because there were sharks in the water. And now the mayor is pissed off because he doesn't want to close the beaches again. So the festival can go on so the town can make money. Sound familiar? Yes, because that's exactly from fucking Jaws. It's the same goddamn thing. Except that uh, this Jimmy guy is just a diver or something. Like he's not the sheriff or anything. I'm actually not even sure if we fully find out his title it just seems like his main job is to patrol the waters maybe that's what he does i don't know and then cortell tells uh, jimmy to not write any more articles in the newspaper saying that their beaches are infected with sharks and blah 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 again jimmy trying to be the responsible one and then the mayor having dollar signs in his eyes that's basically what it fucking comes down to so cortell obviously insists on the beaches being open and he tells jimmy to take volkov to the wreck or, you know, because he pays them. The mayor pays Jimmy, so he has to do whatever he fucking says. And then we cut to uh, Jimmy takes Danny to Andrew's grave, and Jimmy tells Danny Grandpa saved his life. And then Danny asks if Grandpa was eaten by sharks. And Jimmy's like, did Mom tell you that? And Danny's like, she is always right. And they go, ha, 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 yes, she is. Ugh, so it's cheesy and dumb. And then they both talk about how they hate sharks. I mean, the mom was so concerned about him being afraid of sharks, and then she goes and tells him that her grandfather was eaten by sharks. Uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense. So then we cut to Jimmy. He's in a helicopter, uh, patrolling the water, keeping an eye out for sharks. And then we cut back. We cut back and forth between this and on the beach, where a lifeguard is just checking out the women while they're getting in their bikinis. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I love this job." And a couple of them are actually topless on this beach, which I didn't. I don't know if you can do that at a public beach or if you have to go to a specific beach and maybe they just threw this in here so they can have titties in the movie. And so Jimmy is contacting this lifeguard whose name is Parker and he's like, Hey, you know, I need you watching the water, not the women. <laughs> Who cares? So then Jimmy finally spots a shark from the helicopter. He sees it heading towards a boat. Uh, so he radios Parker, tells him to get everybody out of the water. And then like, this seems actually pretty cool. Cause we get like, the, the shark kind of just has like a smorgasbord, really. Quite a few people are attacked. I mean, some of the shots are just repetitive and the same, but we do, we get some pretty decent shots and, you know, a lot of surfers are eaten and bite, the sharks are biting the surfboards in half. And then, you know, after this happens, Jimmy goes to the mayor's office. He comes in with a, a surfboard that's been bitten in half and just throws it on his desk. And he's like, we have a shark problem. And then, you know, Jimmy gives a speech about how dangerous the sharks are and that there's a whole school of sharks out there. So they got to close the beaches down. They can't do this fiesta. So then we see Jimmy going down to either a surf shop or a scuba shop. And there's a bunch of people there. And basically he asks them for help to hunt down these sharks. We're not really introducing them that well. I, I'm just assuming they're old friends. I really don't know. So then we cut to uh, Cortell's having a press conference about the shark attacks and Jimmy and his wife are watching from home and they start talking about uh, his dad's death and she tells him that he needs to get over it, but he feels guilty because he saved himself and 
basically Andrew, his dad, sacrificed himself. Harry's like, oh, well, you know, you would have done the same thing for Danny then. And then, so they start kissing, and then they go to the bedroom for, like, this boring, half-assed beginning of a sex scene, which was just totally unnecessary. Like, it just feels like they threw this in there to kind of titillize a TV audience. It ends pretty abruptly, and, you know, they're... The lines they say are so cheesy, like, oh, I like being on top. Oh, no, you've been naughty, blah. And then it cuts. Totally unnecessary. Totally stupid. And then we cut to Jimmy and friends on a boat, getting into scuba gear, uh, getting ready to tag the sharks, find out where they came from, and see if there's more. Well, they say to either tag the sharks or kill the sharks. I know why they wouldn't just kill the sharks. I guess they think that if they tag the sharks, they're going to take them to some secret shark lair which actually would have been way cooler for anything else, but <laughs> this is what we get instead. And then from like some beachside or uh, waterside restaurant, Volkov and Cortell are having breakfast together and Volkov is watching the boat that Jimmy's on with binoculars. And then Cortell blames Jimmy for the town suffering financially because he closed the beaches last year because of the great white sharks. And then Volkov threatens to pull the funding if he doesn't get to search the wreckage for the diamonds. So then we cut to Jimmy and friends are still on the boat, getting ready. And then Volkov and Cortell could see the boat from where they were, as I said. And now Connie can see the boat because she's standing in a window. And so she's able to see it. So like fucking everybody's just watching this boat. I guess it's in a pretty central part where just the whole fucking town can see it. So then they start chumming the water, getting ready to dive. One of the guys asks, like, oh, is this chum line really going to work? And then, you know, we get the explanation, like, well, you know, a shark can smell a drop of blood in 2,000 gallons of water. Again, the same shit we hear basically in every shark movie. They have to reiterate this. But yes, they're throwing blood in the water to attract the sharks. Yes, it does work. So that's why they're fucking doing it, Mr. Diver, dude. Also, if you're a diver, like, you should probably know this a little bit, I would think. Especially if you dive in the ocean a lot, which they do. They're in fucking San Francisco. Like, of course. <laughs> so so then Jimmy sees the sharks coming from, like, every direction. And they start circling the cages. And the divers don't attempt to kill or tag the sharks like they're supposed to. They're kind of just watching these sharks, like, kind of swarm all around them. And then they're, like, they're just filming it and not doing anything about it at all. And then one guy even tries to escape. And then he gets fucking bitten. And then anybody else who tries to escape, they get bitten, eaten in half, and, like, they're all dead. And then it's just fucking Jimmy left at the end of this. So then after this, Jimmy's at a bar or at the Fiesta or some shit. He's drinking, and then he's talking nonsense about sharks and getting, obviously, fucking drunk. And then outside, there is a couple, a guy and a girl, who are clearly drunk as well. And then they start heading towards the water. She takes her top off, gets in the water. He jumps in right behind her. And then like, they're immediately eaten like right away. And then, so we go back into the bar and then Volkov sits next to Jimmy, gives his condolences to his friends that died. Jimmy basically tells Volkov to go fuck off. And then Volkov is still insisting that Jimmy takes him diving. Cause obviously this Russian dude wants those diamonds. He's, He's basically a Russian gangster. They don't really do much to try and hide that he's fucking evil. I mean, they made him Russian for fuck's sake, so. And then the bartender just randomly offers Jimmy help in finding the sharks because he went fishing with his dad when they were kids or some shit. 
And then Jimmy doesn't really agree or disagree. He kind of just walks away drunkenly. And then we cut to Volkov meeting with his goons in like a warehouse or, you know, wherever Russian goons meet <laughs> saying, if Jimmy doesn't come around, he'll make them. And then he has a picture of Danny. So obviously he's going to threaten his family if he doesn't do what he wants. Uh, so then we cut to people surfing and windboarding out in the middle of the ocean. Jimmy's back on this boat again and the bartender has joined him. So I guess, you know, they're good friends now. Even though, like, they didn't really seem like it at the bar. Like, they kind of just seemed to have, like, a bartender-patron relationship. But whatever. Here we are. They're on the boat together. Teamwork is a dream work, I guess. So, uh, you know, the sharks begin to approach the windboarders and surfers. And so Jimmy heads the boat towards them. The shark bites one of the windboarders. And then another couple of surfers escape. Uh, they actually manage to make it to the beach. And the rest are eaten. Very much in similar fashion to the shots earlier from the beach. We get a lot of reused footage, like stock footage and things of that nature, which is, again, one, to be expected in a low-budget movie, and two, it was specially expected from a 2003 made-for-TV movie. But again, more practical and stock footage and very minimal, if any, uh, terrible CGI. You know, I'm here for it. I like it. And then we get a female uh, surfer or windboarder. She starts heading towards the boat, and then Jimmy manages to pull her out of the water uh, just in time. Jimmy tags the shark. He actually manages to shoot it in the fin, and they head towards uh, land. And then Jimmy is at a helipad. Cortell comments on the deaths and that the fiesta is in three days. You know, obviously he's concerned. You know, we got to have the fiesta open. The beaches, the beaches have to be open so we can make the money. So then as they're talking, Jimmy says, you know, he plans to use explosives from the helicopter uh, now that they've tagged the sharks. And in the scene before, when he tagged the shark, they were trying to shoot the shark as well. And apparently him and his bartender friend have terrible fucking aim. They managed to tag the sharks, but couldn't manage to shoot it with any bullets or anything. Explain that one to me. I don't fucking know. I guess plot. So then the helicopter takes off and they start searching for the sharks. They find three. Jimmy drops an explosives on one of them, kills one. Bartender drops a bomb. He kills one. And then Jimmy fires a fucking grenade launcher at one of them. And I think he kills it. I don't know. I may have tuned out at that part. It really doesn't fucking matter. Uh, so then we cut to them. The bartender and Jimmy are at a bar drinking and celebrating, you know, because they killed three sharks. Uh, so then Cortell approaches and asks if they've killed all the sharks. And he's like, is this reason to be celebrating? Obviously, Jimmy says he's not sure since the gestation period for great whites is unknown. Okay. I guess there could be other sharks there for some reason. So then we cut to Cortell has another press conference saying, you know, the beaches are open. Uh, Jimmy's by his side. And, you know, the fiesta will go ahead as planned. Jimmy thanks the members who had died helping him, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Carrie are watching this from home. And Connie's asked Jimmy, like, oh, you know there's still sharks in the water. Why don't you say something? And then Jimmy's like, ah, oh, well, you know, look at the mayor. He says the beaches are open. What am I going to do? Yeah, sure, don't try or anything. Just let people die. That's fine. So uh, one of Volkov's men then calls Jimmy at home and threatens him and his family. You know, he doesn't take Volkov diving on this wreck we cut to carrie and johnny at the fiesta carrie somehow knows it was the russians calling the night before like she just asked like oh it was that russian man wasn't it 
Like she had no reference for this whatsoever. She just brings it up. Okay. You know, Jimmy explains that they want to go diving and search for the diamonds. And, you know, he doesn't want to do it because that's where his dad dies. Blah, 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 blah. Connie runs off to go do errands. And then Volkov quickly approaches Jimmy at the fiesta and asks to buy him a drink. And Jimmy's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And then this is where Volkov offers Jimmy $50,000 to take him down to the wreck. And then, you know, again, obviously Jimmy refuses because that's where his father died. So he doesn't want to go down there. And then this is where Volkov reveals that the pilot from the beginning of the movie was his brother. So his brother was the one that told him about the wreckage. Why that's important, why they needed to add that at all, I don't know. It really adds nothing. Like, who the fuck cares? But and then, you know, again, Volkov vaguely threatens Jimmy. Jimmy tells him to get the fuck off his beach. Volkov calls one of his men. And then uh, we see this van starting to follow uh, Danny's bus around. And at one point, they're following. They throw a grenade out the window or some shit to stop other cars from going down this tunnel. Causes a huge fucking car accident. This car, full of the goons, cuts the bus off, and they take Danny away. And they kidnapped him. So then Carrie calls Jimmy up on the phone. She says, you know, Danny's been kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you know, Jimmy's like, oh, don't worry, I'll call the police. And I'm like, well, the police have already been called if Danny's been fucking kidnapped. Or if Carrie didn't call the police first, then she's a fucking moron. Like, ugh, frustrating. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't matter. So then almost immediately after, Volkov calls Jimmy. Says, you know, no police or I'll kill Danny. Uh, You got to cooperate. So, of course, Jimmy goes down to the dock. Then he's taken on a boat to a boat where Volkov and Danny are. So then... You know, Volkov basically convinces Jimmy, you know, tell me where the shipwreck is so we can get the diamonds and, you know, everybody, I'll let everybody go. You'll be fine. And like right before that, they, you know, they beat Jimmy around a little bit. So he's bleeding. And so then after he agrees, he kind of walks over to the edge of the boat and he lets some of his blood drip in the water to try and attract the sharks. But like this whole time, he says he wouldn't go to this area because it's shark infested already. So why he needed to put his blood in the water Basically, the sharks are already there. I mean, it was kind of a cool moment. Like, it, the idea was cool. Just, I guess it wasn't very well executed. But again, it was, you know, something neat, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So then Jimmy tells Volkov's men exactly where to go. They jump in the water. They're searching around for a bit. And then eventually they come upon the wreck. Uh, they start searching through different, you know, what looks like treasure chests or whatever. They find a bunch of skulls. And then they find one box that has the diamonds in it. But of course, the man who finds it is immediately eaten by a shark. I don't know if they're trying to imply like this shipwreck is protected by the sharks or if it's just coincidence. I don't know. But anyways, as soon as the guy finds the diamond, he gets fucking eaten. So then like Jimmy makes a joke that like, you know, Volkov men aren't coming back, blah, blah, blah. And then Volkov threatens Danny and forces Jimmy to go and get the diamonds along with another one of his henchmen. Uh, so Jimmy goes in the water, then he starts fighting the henchman, stabs him, and then he tells Volkov that he's he has the diamonds and that he's coming back. Volkov is on the boat talking to Danny, telling him to, you know, have better manners or some shit. And then Jimmy sneaks up behind him on the boat, attacks Volkov. Volkov fires a gun, hitting something flammable and starts a fire on the boat. And then Volkov is thrown into the water by Jimmy and then like immediately eaten. As soon as he hits the water, he is done. Shark gets him. He is dead. (laughs) 
Uh, the boat catches fire. Jimmy grabs Danny and they head into the dinghy. They go away and everybody lives happily ever after because we cut to a cruise ship and Jimmy and Carrie are on the cruise ship relaxing. Uh, Danny's in the pool enjoying the water. He's not afraid of the water now. You know, suddenly it's okay. And then <laughs> as Jimmy's looking at the pool, this giant shark like emerges from the middle of it. And he looks back at Carrie. She's not there anymore. He looks back at the pool. He sees the shark. And then he looks back. And then suddenly Carrie's back. He looks back at the pool. Shark's not there. So it was just all in his fucking head. And then we roll credits. And that's the end. Why we needed that scene, I don't really know. But that's that's what we got. So yeah, that was Shark Zone. As for a made-for-TV movie, I really didn't mind it. Like, it was... It's something to have on in the background and it's not something terrible or, you know, what most people would consider terrible, like two-headed shark attack or something along those lines. Probably more of an introductory kind of shark movie. I would say if you didn't like this movie, but you want stuff that deals like similar plot or whatever, watch Jaws or watch The Deep because, you know, they obviously did it better. This movie pulls a lot uh, from that. And uh, I also read on the IMDb trivia that they pulled like 10 minutes of footage from Shark Attack 3, uh, which don't worry, I'm going to be talking about at some point, because how could I not? <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see you know where this 10 minutes of footage came from exactly. So that was Shark Zone from 2003. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Bucket of Chum Podcast for both of those. And, uh, you know, leave a comment. Talk to me on Instagram. Send me a message. Tell me what you like about the show, what you don't like. Uh, Tell me what movies you guys want to hear me talk about. All right, and that's all for this week, and I will see you next week with more Bucket of Chum. Thanks for listening to Bucket of Chum the shark movie podcast.